Hi, we're the Sherpa sisters from Malaysia. Azima, Amna, and me, Aisha, hosts of the My English Matters podcast. After spending eight years in the UK as children, we know the importance of mastering a second language. So we created myenglishmatters.com as a platform to help second language learners learn to speak, write, and communicate in English with confidence through our online courses, classes, and live workshops. The My English Matters podcast is an extension of all that we do. It's a place for us to connect with you on a whole new level. You can learn with us while you're on your commute to work, washing the dishes, or picking your kids up from school. So let's get started, shall we? This episode is an audio replay of one of our live sessions on the My English Matters Facebook page. Because it was live and on video, you may hear us make reference to slides, notes, or viewer comments. Hi there, Happy New Year from Mem. I'm Azima and I have Amna with me. Hi Amna. Hi, Assalamualaikum. Happy New Year everyone. Happy New Year to everybody. So we're doing a special episode where Amna's here, I'm here. We're going to ask each other questions. We're going to share a bit of stories and we want to give you motivation about um, on learning English and communication and relate real, relate real life stories as well. So good morning, Amna. Good morning, Madam Azima. Right. So for those who don't know us and what we do, we are My English Matters and we are sisters, Aisha. Amna and me and we teach English and communication to working adults and we've been doing this for nearly five years or is it six years Amna? It was uh, to 2016 so it's been five years plus but I just right. want to note that um, if you're wondering who's Aisha where's Aisha Aisha is at home she's taking care of my kids so right now it's the, still the school holidays so yesterday I sent my three kids over to her house so she's taking care of them to uh, since she's been taking care of them since yesterday I'm going to pick them up today because it's because they insisted that they want to sleep over at her house because uh, their cousins are there as well so just you know if anybody of you any of you are wondering where she is just wanted All to right. clear that one <laughs> okay so it's just the two of us um hello Aisha if you're watching okay so <laughs> As I said, we teach English and communication to working adults since 2016. We have courses. You can check out our website if you want to learn more from us. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about goal setting and making 2022 better. So I have questions for Amna and she can also ask me back. I'll also share a bit of stories. And and because I decided to ask Amna these questions because out of the three of us, Amna is the most productive you have routines, you have goals and missions, and you're the one actually leading the team with your mission and vision. So I have a few questions and I hope you're ready, Amna. Um, tell us how should we set our goals for 2022 or in overall, not just for 2022. But... <clears throat> so I don't believe there's like a, a correct or a right or wrong way to do things i think it really depends on the stage of life that you are in as well so you got to take that into consideration but i do listen to a lot of people who teach online and they 
they talk about how they set their goals. So what I do is I listen to a lot of people and I find the the ways that are suitable for me at this point or at this stage of my life. So one one thing that people teach is that your goal should be a little bit out of your comfort zone should be a bit challenging. It should also be inspiring. So personally, what I do is I think about my past year and I think about the upcoming year and I think, what do I want to be? What do I want to do? What do I want to have? What do I want to experience in the next 12 months? So those are my goals. So in the past, I've created goals that were realistic. So you could do that. So you could do goals that you think that you know that you will achieve. Uh, you could also do right, really big goals and maybe you know that you're not going to achieve those goals, but you are going to go further when you try to achieve those goals, even though you may not reach that goal, but you know that you've grown out of it. So for me personally, I like to set goals that are a bit out of my comfort zone. So when I set it, I'm like, oh gosh, if I want to achieve this goal, what do I have to do? Maybe I have to be a different person. Maybe I have to create new habits or create a new system. So create goals that are a bit challenging. Get yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, it's okay if you want to create realistic goals as well, as long as you have the steps to get there, right? Mm. So that's that's my answer for that question. Wow. So it's about reaching beyond your current skills as well, because it is out of your comfort zone. That means you have to rise to the challenge right mm, yeah does it mean that be feeling a bit uncomfortable is good then i believe it is um because anything that's worth pursuing is usually going to get you out of your comfort zone right if you have a goal you know that it's going to be if you have a big goal you know that it's going to be a challenge and a challenge is usually outside of your comfort zone and I know people like in the past, I've, I've spoken to a few people about how I, I've struggled through something and I told myself that, you know, I know that this is out of my comfort zone, I'm going to grow from it. And I always, I talk about, I reflect on how I know that it's good for me, even though I, I don't like the process, the process is really hard. And then some people are like, mm, but I, I just, I like being in my comfort zone and it's yeah. okay, I want to choose I want to be in my comfort zone. I don't want to be outside of my comfort zone. It makes me happy. And that's okay. If that's that works for you, then that's fine. But because after you reach a goal and then you're at this a certain level, then that becomes your comfort zone. So for me, I like to I like to stay there for a bit, enjoy it, enjoy whatever success that I have. Um, and then once you feel a little bit like, you know, so what's next? Or maybe you feel like, I don't feel happy. I don't feel fulfilled. That mm. is when you start asking yourself, so what can I do to challenge myself, right? So if you are right now, you're in a state where you're really happy, you know, you just want to enjoy the moment. You don't want to challenge yourself, but that's fine. But if any moment when you feel, you know, I'm just feeling a bit bored, I'm not feeling like I'm meeting my potential, that's when you start to think about what is your next goal? What is your next challenge? get yourself out of that comfort zone okay so my next question is how do we then reach our goals and uh, and if you can relate how do we stay productive how do we stay productive and how do we reach our goals mm -hmm. one um so you have a big goal maybe you have a big goal for the next the 12 months and what i like to do is i like to break it down <clears throat> 
So I like to break it down into quarters. So if, if by the end of the year 2022, I need to achieve this goal, right? What do I have to do every, what do I have to achieve in the next quarter? So one year is 12 months, one quarter is three months, right? So uh, in each quarter, what do I need to do so that by the last quarter, I've achieved that goal? And maybe the first three months is like, maybe you could break the goals down into smaller steps. So uh, one goal could be broken down into four steps. So one step for each quarter. So as long as I can achieve that one smaller goal in that quarter and then reach the next goal in the second quarter, third and fourth, inshallah, you'll reach that goal that you've set mm. for yourself. Um, how to be, yeah, what did you want to say? So you're saying about breaking them into steps so that eventually you'll reach that goal, right? So I think that's very important for us to highlight. Like, for example, if our students, we have students who struggle with speaking English, let's say um, speaking on camera, for example. We have a friend who's who wants to speak on camera, but she's she gets very nervous. Um, but she, in order for her to get further, she knows that she needs to speak on camera. So if she needs to break that down, because that's a huge goal, if she needs to break that down so that she can reach that goal, what are her steps, do you think? I'll give you one tip. And I'm not going to give some more. Because okay. we've, already, we've already conquered that goal, I think, speaking on camera. But um, I would say, first, start a blog, uh, a video blog, just for yourself. You don't have to publish it anywhere. But start every day expressing your thoughts in English, it could be just a two-minute video of you just speaking. That could be one of the one of the ways to mm -hmm. do that. What are the yeah. what are the steps there are, are there for that for that? Um, I like the idea because that's something that I did as well. I think you did that as well. Um, we just started to just record ourselves, and then when you after you record yourself, you watch the video again, and it's going to be painful <laughs> where it was for me to watch myself. Um, I'm going to look at myself. I'm going to be kind to myself, even though I'm like, oh my gosh, why does my face look like that? Why do I sound yeah. like that? I mm -mm. don't like my voice. But instead of having all those negative thoughts about yourself, be kind to yourself. Be your own coach and say, okay, I need to improve here. I need to, you know, I need to stop, you know, lessen my arms. Give yourself constructive feedback instead of mm. like really being hard on yourself. So be kind to yourself mm -hmm. when you do that. Um, and then another step that you could take is that after you've, um, so we were talking about a goal of being finally on camera so that everybody can see it, right? So that first goal mm -hmm. was take videos of, of yourself, mm -hmm. um, uh, give yourself constructive feedback. And then next, the next step that you could do is start sharing it, maybe just with your closest friends. And then mm -hmm. once you feel comfortable doing that, start sharing it to the public. Right. Yeah. And then for me, it was like, um, it was hard for us to go live, right? A few years back, we're like, oh, we can never go live. It's too scary. Yes. And in the end, what, how we started it, we just started with recording our voice, right? For videos, mm -hmm. started with that. And then we became comfortable with that. And then we started recording our face with our fa fa videos with our faces. And then it, it was live. Yeah. So it's like small, gradual steps. Because mm -hmm. once you get comfortable in a certain level, 
you want to push yourself because you know you have potential you want to push yourself to get to that next level of potential that you have yeah and i think i think <clears throat> stepping out of your comfort zone here is important where you you, you do you feel uncomfortable doing so it's something different because you're not trained to do this nobody trains you to do this you have to do it yourself if you want to and so it's, it's very important that um you try to pump yourself up like get really excited about having your message out there you know and no longer worrying about how you look and how you sound but instead think about your overall your message what kind of influence you're going to have once you're able to speak on camera so have these vision and and um goals to reach i think that's really important okay mm -hmm. yeah so, so the goals have to be they have to be something that motivate you something that makes you feel inspired to reach mm. it because there are going to be days where you're like oh, i just don't feel like doing anything yeah. but if the goal is challenging and it's inspiring and it's somewhere that you want to be then it may be helpful on those harder days when you're just lacking some motivation yeah all right so let's answer my third question how okay. can we stay productive how can we stay productive <clears throat> how can we stay productive um the one thing that changed my life <laughs> you've probably heard this, me say this so many times if you're a student or you've been watching all our videos is journaling um writing down um it's not just journaling but also planning so i like to journal to reflect on the days that have passed or the weeks that have passed and also to journal on the my goals and stuff like that but also planning your days so i started really getting back to journaling and planning my days back in i think it was 2017 because i stopped for a while i stopped journaling after high school i think or after university i can't remember because i just let life get in the way but um we both follow this um influencer is he an influencer he's like a motivational speaker uh brandon burchard and he was always saying that you know you have to you have to spend a few minutes every morning to just plan your day or at least to just write down what are the three things one or two one to three or one to five things that need to get done that day and he said just spend four minutes every morning and that was back when my children were small so I was like telling myself no I, I can't do that I don't have four minutes in the morning I wake up at the same time my kids wake up or you know my small children are very demanding so I was telling myself that I couldn't do it so what I did was I started with once a week. So every week I would just write down, you know, what needs to be achieved uh, within the following week. What were the three things or the five things that I needed to do? And then as that became a habit, more of a weekly routine, then I then I upped it. And next, I went to the next level. I I wrote every day, every morning. And then after I write every morning, now I write twice a day. And that may seem a lot to you, but it's it's been helpful for me especially now that my children are a little bit older so i'm at the stage of life where i can do that um but yeah so planning your days is really is really important for me you know find what works for you i think being productive what helps me is every day i know the main three things or sometimes it's five things that i need to do that day so those tasks are usually the important tasks to get uh, moving towards my goals or just the 
urgent and important things that need to be done that day. Like this email needs to go out today or I need to like for me uh, doing this, this recording together with you. That's one of the important things that I need to be done today that needs to be done today. And I put it, I schedule it in the day. So there's like an hour for me to hour for me to dedicate my time mm. in doing that. And then once it's done, then I'm free to do whatever I want. I can, you know, uh, spend time with my children, do other things that, you know, the daily things that need to be done. Um, but as long as I know that I've done those three things that are most important to me, I feel that I'm productive. Mm. And find what works for you. I know that even if, even if your every day is the same, you go to work every day, it's just the same thing, you're answering emails every day, it's fine. Just write it down. Just schedule those important things that need to be done. So maybe your important thing could be something like just getting some exercise or getting some, uh, getting a walk outside with your small children. It doesn't necessarily have to be work related. It could also be personal or things mm. that are related to health as well. Just schedule it in your day, even if mm. it's the same thing every day. I think that's important. Mm. All right. So you're saying about scheduling time or blocking time. Um, do you put an estimate like how long it will take for you to complete that goal of yours? Um, whatever is that schedule, let's say writing an email, do you like put a time? It's only, you're only going to be spending 30 minutes, let's say. Do you have I a, usually, a start and end time? Yeah. Um, I usually give myself one hour to do one task. Um, I, that sounds like a lot, but it works for me because I know that I'm gonna have I'm gonna be maybe distracted or I may be interrupted by my children, you know. I, and I want to welcome their. Sometimes I I can welcome their interruption because I know that I've given myself a lot of time to do that that even that small task. And when I when it's done, I can just relax and maybe scroll some on social media or something, and it's fine because I won't feel guilty because I've already done that thing within the hour. And mm. it really depends. Like, I, I usually know how long it takes for me to complete a task because I've usually it's the same things that I always do every day, write an email. So I know that you know, this usually takes me, like one email can take me 15 minutes if it's just like a normal reminder email or something. But if it's like a longer blog post, then that would probably take me an hour. So I've already scheduled my one hour to do that that task but if I have a lot of things to do that day then I sometimes I schedule more than one task in one hour mm. all right um I do have a question uh, I don't know if you've heard um about you know if you are a morning person a night person and then you mm. are looking at which task requires more brain and if you're a like I mean brain time brain fuel energy uh, so let's say the, the harder task that requires more thinking, and if you're a morning person, that should be done in the morning. Let's say, do you mm -hmm. do you agree with that, or do you what what do you think about that? Um, I like I like knowing that some people are morning people, some people are night owls. Um, I don't limit myself to a certain identity. I don't think I'm a morning person. I don't think I'm a night person. But right now, in this stage of life, I'm more of a morning person. When I was younger, before I had children, I was a night owl because I used to wake up late and I used to stay up late. But now, based on my current um, stage in life, I'm more of a morning person. 
I love my mornings or I use that time to write. I use that time to do some content on social media. That is the most peaceful time in the morning for me. So I like to use that time best. Um, so your question about using the morning time to do things that require more of your brain. Yeah, I think it depends on if you in the morning, if you are very groggy in the morning, then maybe that's not the time for you to do those kinds of things. But for me, I'm most alert, I'm most energized in the morning. So I use that morning to do the things that I actually enjoy and needs to use a lot of my, my brain power. And I usually schedule our meetings in the afternoon. Because mm. it's not that uh, I don't think you guys are important, but uh, at that time, the energy that comes from you guys, I feel a bit more energized in the afternoons when I do meetings, when I do meetings in the afternoons. Because if I do it in the morning, I'm already quite energized. And usually in the afternoon after lunch, I get a bit, I get a bit sleepy. So when I have meetings and I talk to you guys, that makes me feel a bit more energized. So that's how, that's how my day works out. Mm, right. Yeah. I agree with that. For those who are working, what about those who are working from nine to five? They only have a bit of time in the in the evening up till bedtime, right? To do tasks that are outside of their work. So that would be mm. family time, for example. Mm -mm. Maybe they do have something else that they want to achieve, like learn a language. They want to learn English. Mm -hmm. So now yeah. they only have night time to do so, or early in the morning before they go to work. What do you think about that? Oh, um, yeah. So I used to have a nine to five job, a nine to six job. I used to work in the corporate world. So I totally understand where you're in a situation where you feel like you don't have time because nine to six, you're at work and then you're traveling, you're commuting at seven to eight and at eight, you're feeling already sleepy, putting the kids to bed, having your dinner and all that. Um, so what you could do is you can, you can, you can like journal, list down like what are the things that you actually doing uh, in those hours can you dedicate maybe even just 20 minutes to learn a new language like maybe you want to improve your english 20 minutes just to do an activity where you're in the learning mode maybe you're reading a book maybe you are listening to a podcast or maybe you are taking a class so you're taking a course with my english writers for example and um just dedicate that 20 minutes because i I know a lot of people say, you know, I don't have time. But if you spend a lot of time on social media scrolling, then I think you could replace that with the time to learn. But if you're not a person who likes to do social media, then look at other pockets of time in your day and see whether, you know, that could be replaced with something that is more important or something that's more important to you on mm. your journey of reaching your goal. Okay. All right. Thanks, I'm not sharing. All right, so I've got two more questions for you. Maybe there's okay. more, I don't know. <laughs> right. What are the things you, us, we, we need to stop doing in order to move forward? What do we need to stop doing? Um, I don't think there's just like one thing that we need to stop doing. Um, for me personally, I think that we need to stop... Um, giving ourselves uh, these identities where they're not helpful to us. Like um, many of our students, we love our students, but uh, many of them say, you know, 
I'm a shy person, so I'm not going to go, I'm not going to turn on my camera and zoom, which is fine for me. But the notion that you are a shy person, you're creating this identity for yourself. Like, I'm a shy person, so I'm not going to do this. I'm a shy person, so I'm not going to go to that net networking event, whatever. So instead of creating that identity that you're a shy person, um, but you do want to eventually network, you could say, you know, I'm a shy person, but I'm going to learn the skills to become confident, to express myself confidently, and I'm going to learn how to connect with other people so that I can whatever exercise, right? So you got to know, you've got to be, you have this identity, but um, what are you going to do to overcome the challenges from that, from being a shy person? So that eventually you can go out and express yourself. You can talk to yourself, talk to other pe other people confidently, and be the person that you that you want to be, kind of mm. person that you want to be. Yeah. Mm. Not letting your identity or your characteristics or things that you were called when you were children, you're shy or you're an introvert, whatever, um, stop you from achieving what it is that you want to achieve and you need to achieve, right? Mm -mm. What about being an introvert? We have lots of students who are introverts and I identify myself. If there was a, a, an introvert versus ambivert, I ident identify myself as an introvert. And Anna, I think you identify yourself as an introvert as well, but it doesn't, I don't use it as a hindrance to make me become a good teacher or to make me learn how to be good at socializing or to master the energy to socialize and you know because if you if you just what do you call it if you um function according to your mood only let's say i, I don't feel good today so i don't want to talk to people and Every day, you're just asking yourself, what's my mood today? Oh, yeah, a bad mood today. Tomorrow, yeah, I have still bad mood. I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like. Then you'll never, you're never going to grow, right? And I think it was Brendan Burchard who says that when you struggle with something, it's an indication that you need to start learning something or stop doing something in order for you to achieve your goals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, my next question to Amna, what are the things then we need to start doing to get better? What do we need to start doing? Mm, okay, I talked about journaling. So if you're not already doing that, start journaling, start planning your days. Um, what else do we need to do? Start being around people who are positive, who can encourage you, who are who are kind to you i know that can be difficult for some people um mm. maybe they're not surrounded by um inspiring people <laughs> yeah i understand that yeah it's it possible. is possible because yeah. um maybe it's just you just grew up in a in an environment where people are negative or people are just it's just the culture of being sarcastic or putting yeah. other people down and you were just born in that situation. And then you went to yeah. school and then people were like that as well. And then you went to university and people were like that as well. You were you were like thrown into that situation and, yeah. and then you react to it, right? But there's a certain point 
in time where you're like, it's time for me to be proactive in the culture or in the community that I want to be in. Because all this mm-hmm. time it was given to you, it was thrown to you. So now it's time for you to go out and look for those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And um, we're adults now, right? So we have to be in charge of where we are and who we spend our time with, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that idea of of actually doing the work. You have to decide who you want to be around because you're no longer forced into staying around people who are not, uh, you know, positive or not inspiring, I think. You have to get yeah. out and actually search for that environment, that ideal environment that you you. But then there are people... But then the people who will say like, you know, but these are my closest family members. I can't, I need to spend time with them. Mm. And I always say it's not about burning bridges, right? Burning bridges with the people that are not a positive influence, but it's about creating new bridges with mm. people who you actually enjoy the company of, right? So yeah. that you spend more time with them rather than with, you can still spend time with people who are, you know, maybe they're your friends. What do you call it? Obligation. There are obligations that you have to fulfill with these people, like they're your family yeah. members. Yeah. Or your, um, but spend yeah. more. Right. You, you still yeah. have to have the Silat Rahim, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You still need to spend time with people who can encourage you and build you and inspire you. Yeah. So I would say sometimes you have to um, lessen your time with people who bring you down. Right, there are certain yep. people that you can actually list list down. Like, who are these people? There's a t- certain pattern <laughs> of people that you're like, oh, I need to spend a bit, you know, back off a bit, spend a bit less time with them, so that I can yeah. spend more energy um, searching for new friends and people. But it's difficult mm-hmm. as a working adult, probably, to find new friends. But what? Yeah. But you can the environment by listening, right? I'm not you and I. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of listening to. Um, people in the in in our industry, the motivational um, industry, thought leaders, influences who are positive. Yeah. We love to listen to that because sometimes we don't get that in our house, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we um, do a lot. Our friends are in our ears. <laughs> we listen to. You. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. And I think also because we are lucky that we have siblings who we support each other, so. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time with each other, even if it's just through a Zoom call or it's a WhatsApp. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I think taking courses as well is important as well, right? To, I mean, mm. taking courses, things that you're still, let's say you want to learn, you want to learn and you're still not good at it. You can take courses with inspiring teachers, influencers, whatever that you want. That, yeah. that will just you know, take you out of your world. I think it's really important, uh. right? Yeah, because I remember um, some of our students in Communicate with Confidence, right? I'm just promoting our own product here, but um, they were saying, because we give them a feedback survey, and then they were saying that they feel when they do the Zoom calls with other students, they feel like they're in one big family, big happy family. I think it's because they all have the same thing in common, which is they want to learn, they want to improve themselves in that particular uh, skill of communication. So they have that shared interest and it's, we're all they were all supporting each other, encouraging each other, and that just feels mm. really feels good, right? To feel feels that you're good. supported, to feel yeah. like you're encouraged, and, and you're not alone. People, 
Yeah, and that you're not alone and you have people who believe in you. I think that's really yeah, important. It's really important. Okay. All right. So I guess that is it. I mean, um, do you have anything else that you want to add? Like how can we make 2022 better? Anything else that you want to add, Amna? Hmm. How can we make 2022 better? Um, just uh, challenge yourself. Get yourself out of your comfort zone. If you're feeling a little bored, you're feeling like, what's next? Um, because you do have, we always have a potential, right? Based on the, this, the level of skills that we have now, there's always potential. So potent, that's what potential means. It just means un, unfulfilled uh, what do you call it? I don't know, but something like that. Like this is your level of skill, and your potential is here. And then once you you you've leveled up your skill, your potential is here. It's always mm. above your current level of skill and experience. Right. So I, I always I always feel like you know there's always a gap that you need to fill to meet that potential. And what's next for you? What can you do next? And mm -hmm. where can you go? Yeah. So that you feel that sense of fulfillment and challenge. And life just doesn't get Life can get a bit boring if you're always doing the same thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. All right then. So, that, I guess that's it from us at uh, My English Matters. And if you want to learn more from us, go to myenglishmatters.com. We give you, if you subscribe, you get um, free video trainings on how to speak confidently. And we send you emails every week on communication on English. I hope so. We hope you become a subscriber. So that's it from me. Happy New Year, Amna. Happy New thank Year. Thank you so much for sharing. I think I'm going to start journaling. I don't journal <laughs> like you. Um, so it's something that I need to start doing. I, sometimes I feel like, what else do I need to do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Amna always keeps reminding me to journal, which is something I don't do. So I'm going to do that as well with you guys. I hope you guys start doing that. Okay. So now that you said it in public, you have to do it now. <laughs> because I remember, um, I think it was two years ago where we had like an online workshop and then you were saying like, what are your goals? And then everybody was answering what their goals were, the students in the class. And I said, my goal for 2022 is I want to exercise every day for 10 minutes. And then once I wrote, yeah, sorry, in 2020 at that time. And mm -hmm. when I wrote it, I was like, oh gosh, now I've said it to everyone and now I have to keep it. <laughs> so mm. one thing about reaching your goal is about telling other people. And then last year, I said that I, for 2021, I wanted to start gardening, right? And mm -hmm. when I said that, as in my mind, I said, oh God, I can't take it back now. Now I have to do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's good to actually tell people so that mm. they can hold you accountable. Mm. The problem with me is I have too many journals, empty books. So I sca it's scattered all over the place and I write it on my phone. So maybe I'll do it like you, Amna, which is just to stick to one book. Yeah, maybe just <laughs> so that I'm not looking for it. Where is it? Yeah. Just one book for your journal. The other books can be for your other stuff like note-taking or lessons, preparing lessons and stuff like that. All right. <laughs> okay, then. Thank you so much, Amna. And I hope to see you again. Hope we're going to... Uh, do more of this sort of session and if you have questions or you want us to cover a certain topic email to us write to us and go to our website myenglishmatters.com so i'll see you guys soon bye bye assalamualaikum thanks for listening to this episode of the my english matters podcast Make sure to click the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't yet. 
Now, if you'd like to learn even more with us, we have a free training called Speaking with Confidence, where we send seven tips to your email. You'll also get weekly emails with tips and lessons to help you improve your English. Join us at myenglishmatters.com.